we had gone on a staycation on my birthday in February. The boys were at home with my mom-in-law looking after them. So by we, I mean Kanas and my wife. One day she was telling me, you know, I have this vision of a cartoon film sort of scenario where the bell rings and there's the grandma who's like nice and round and in an equally big nightgown. And the moment the bell rings, she jumps up with her hands up and legs up and, and you know, boing, and the, and the head goes and hits the ceiling and she screams, Oi, papre! And the boys, you know, laugh, tumbling down like in Peppa Pig. Uh, in case you're wondering what I'm talking about, well, I'm Kalyan Karmakar and you're listening to the Tales of My Life, my podcast on my cats. And today I am speaking to you while both our cats, Baby Loaf and Little Ninky, lie on the bed uh, beside me. And before I go any further, I must uh, take notice of um, <clears throat> a comment which a listener had uh, um, messaged me about after the second episode. So I'm glad people are listening. So in the second episode, I'd said that I'm sitting beside Baby Loaf, who's wagging uh, his tail, which shows that he's happy. And she sort of told me to point out that it's not that it always means that a cat is happy, unlike dogs when they wag their tails. In fact, her sister had come across a stray cat recently on the road who was wagging the tail and went to sort of pat and the cat got a bit violent. Well, here's the, how the what the thing is, that if the cat is... Um, wagging the tail very, very gently, very gently, like, you know, like less than half an inch on each side and, you know, swaying it very gently, then that means that the cat is content. If, on the other hand, the cat thumps its tail, then it means, boss, I'm not liking this. I'm not liking this at all. Okay, now let me give you a bit of context to the opening of uh, this episode. And uh, we were talking actually about Baby Loaf in that point which is our elder cat and who keeps dashing out of the house Um, though he's an inside cat he likes to think of himself as an inside outside cat Uh, but he's not and we'll tell you why he's not and uh, you know after uh, almost uh, two years that he's been with us now he's been with us since uh, February 20 so that's uh, two years so um, uh, and a bit more so we've sort of got used to his running away and know how to sort of, uh, you know, keep an eye on the door so that he doesn't dash out. We live in an apartment in Mumbai, so there's only one door. But he still does. But but we, we've learned to, how to deal with it. But my mom-in-law, which is his granny, uh, his ear is wagging as if in his sleep. He knows I'm talking of him. So, so um, you know, she, to her, to her, He's the apple of her eyes, so Nittle Nimki's also got a bit of uh, space of her heart as well. And and she gets psyched by the fact that the baby loaf runs out. And then she, one day she was telling Kainas that, you know, he's so good looking that if he runs out, um, you know, anyone will kidnap him and take him home. And Kainas is saying, Mommy, do you know how difficult it is to get cats adopted? And you think someone's actually going to take a cat? And, and take them home, but but uh, you know so so but that's what happens. Like every time, like when my mom-in-law's uh, with us, and she often uh, comes, especially to look after the boys if you go on a little break or something, uh, she gets very very <laughs> excited. You know the when the when the bell rings, and she's like, "Oh my no 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 no, shut the door, shut the door, shut the door, loaf will run away." And Lo Find actually be sleeping in the other room with no idea, but but it is a bit like a cartoon uh, sort of situation. So now, if if uh, you know uh, you've been following the track uh, 
uh, of the tales of my life then you will probably remember that baby loaf was actually uh, what one might call a community cat um, i had found him uh, in our building lobby and then we became friends in fact at that time i thought he was a girl and i called her maharani and as we became friends he would often try to come to our house and in the beginning i would not allow him in because i wasn't sure if kanas would be happy with that um and and then uh, i did and then she would also see him come over and and he would come in the evening and play and sleep a bit then at night i would uh, sort of let him go out uh, sometimes he'd come in the afternoons if i was alone and i was working uh, and and writing either for my blog or or something like that or and and he would be sitting or sleeping peacefully on a box i would keep for him in the drawing room and uh, then there was also this one time when um, i'd gone out for dinner in a, in a restaurant called mustard in mumbai and it was uh, with some friends it was an official dinner and suddenly i get a call from kanas at 9 o'clock so i said what happened so uh, she said look maharani is coming to the house uh, you know and and uh, i don't know what to do with her she doesn't know what to do with me because it's the first time that you know two of us are at home and and you're not there you come back immediately so i came back and you know uh, and and then i remember there was this one time when uh, you know kanas went on work somewhere uh, overnight so i told maharani okay you stay on maharani is of course the cat <laughs> and uh, you know i was sleeping in the bedroom and maharani was sleeping in her cardboard uh, bisleri box in the hall which she kept for her and then uh, you know when i woke up in the morning i turned around and i saw there was maharani on the bedside table just beside me and just looking intently at me but without making me up so i i went got up i fed her opened the door and she went out later this was pointed out to me that you know she would want to go out so that she could do her you know uh, answered nature's call but that's, that's that's the thing about cats that they're very very particular about where they pee and uh, poop and they'll do it only like um, you know in in litter areas where they can dig the soil and sort of um, you know remove all traces of what they did because they are descendants of lions so imagine uh, what lions do in jungles so they have to cover the trail so that uh, you know uh, other animals don't find out so these silly little cats saying that that's what happens uh, in the cities as well which is actually good for us because you don't really need to toilet train them and 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 stuff now at this point of the narrative what you've understood is that maharani would want to come to our house and stay there as often as possible as long as possible and then if you remember there was an incident uh, where um, you know it, she faced a bit of um, uh, chemical abuse from uh, some humans who sprayed her and and we decided to keep her in now when this happened i was leaving for pune and kanas was in goa joining me at pune so our neighbors downstairs erika and jia kept maharani over and and as well as effort so they were sort of uh, between the two of them looking after them we came back the next day the day after my birthday and uh, and i said when then pick maharani up and i was all ready to go and get a buy a little box for her and buy proper dinner plates because till then i'd been giving her food in plastic uh, containers and stuff and you know she saw me and we came in and suddenly she ran out and i was like what the what the hell is happening so so i ran down and i thought that uh, you know uh, maybe maybe she was uh, scared or still traumatized by what had happened and seeing an open door ran out 
and, and you know, after this long journey from Pune, there I was at the uh, 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 garage complex of our apartment, uh, trying to find her and carrying her up. And and then I did, and then I went and bought her litter box, and I bought her uh, containers, uh, plates to eat in, and water bowl and stuff. And the moment Maharani, he, she's sleeping beside me, he's sleeping beside me, and then Dimki is listening as well. The moment um, she saw the litter box, she knew what is to be used, and she went, and she did her business and, and stuff. And as you know, a few months later, Dr. Nicole, the vet, uh, you know, told us that Maharani is actually a boy, and and we changed the name to Baby Loaf, who is there sleeping quietly beside me, while uh, little Nimki is uh, listening. So now, at this stage, uh, especially uh, you know, the f- when Maharani was still an inside-outside cat, and and we took her uh, to the vet uh, to get her, um, you know, um, vaccines and all of that done, deworming uh, at Happy Tales. At that time, the first time I think Dr. Shariva had seen us. So Dr. Shariva said that, you know, we don't encourage uh, uh, people to sort of keep cats as inside outside because, you know, there's a lot of risk for uh, cats outside. So if there's someone looking after them and, and, you know, if they're fortunate enough, then we always advise them to keep them in uh, completely because, you know, you might be putting vaccines or deworming stuff, but when they go out, they're still sort of, um, you know, prey to it. Uh, it, it took us a bit of time before we were fully ready for that. And then, like I said, the decision was taken for us and we t- took her fully in. And I thought that, okay, like here we are giving a forever home to little Maharani and she will be with us together and we will all grow old together, etc., uh, etc. Et and there she was running out. <laughs> and uh, then I didn't know what to do. And um, And, you know, initially I could still go down and catch her and pick her up but as she was growing uh, she would become increasingly hard to catch and with my you know I don't have the most flexible of backs at my sort of late 40s and, and I gave up so often it was our neighbor Erica who's actually elder to me you know, by a few years couple of years but but she and our daughter Gia so they would be the ones who go and uh, you know catch him and get so there were times when I would ask Dr. Nicole and other people that is it that uh, he's um, unhappy because we wouldn't want him to be unhappy the entire reason of taking him home is to uh, give him a good life and of course uh, to make our lives so much more beautiful but uh, but above all to give him a good life and we wouldn't want to be unhappy right and then at that time we'd also seen some time back this movie Lion about these uh, boys from India who were adopted by this couple in Australia and, and uh, sort of, you know, thing. And then there was also this, this is us track where, where, um, you know, this girl was adopted and, you know, she went through issues and I was sort of picturing all of that in little baby loaf's head. And also what happened was that just maybe a month or so after a couple of months after he moved in home was when the lockdown happened. So suddenly Baby Loaf, who was used to like, you know, hanging around in the terrace of our building and seeing life go by, was was inside. And if you remember in the beginning of the pandemic with lockdown, there was no one coming home. So it was like a very uh, strange situation for humans, animals, pets. And people assumed that it will be a problem uh, issue with only with dogs, but but even cats were getting more and more attached and and baby loaf would spend most of the time uh, you know looking at our box sitting in a box window looking out coming in only to eat 
Uh, Kenaz would feel so bad and she would say that, you know, what's the point? We've kept him and I hardly get to see him. And I was like, yeah, yeah, you're sounding like those parents who say that, you know, do you think this is a hotel or a house? You come here only to eat and then go out. And well, then little Nimki came into our lives. In fact, you won't believe it. I, both boys have got up and, and Loaf is now sitting close to Nimki. Nimki's sort of half sitting up and Loaf is lying down. And and they're sort of facing each other and Loaf almost like talking into Nimki's ear saying, oh God, dad is doing one of his podcasts about us again. And he's going to embarrass us. And, you know, all the girls are going to tease us, especially my girlfriend, Laddu Moti. Uh, Baby Loaf is saying, Nimki's of course... Okay, Dada, but like, it's okay if girls tease us. Girls are no fun. Nimki's still small. Anyway, I lost the narrative. Okay, yeah. So so we took Nimki in. And, and Nimki, we took him in uh, when, when he was about uh, two months old. And we were already sort of, um, you know, seeing him from ever since he was a baby. Uh, so, so Nimki settled into the house very well. Of course, the two boys had their um, initial issues. But, uh, you know, one managed to... Um, get them to uh, sort of become friends with each other and buddies and right now they're beside each other grooming each other but I think what happened was that um, uh, with with uh, Nimki uh, Baby Loaf really got this friend which he really needed and to little Nimki who's uh, who was uh, sort of came into our house when he was two months old and his mother Mishti lives biological mother as Kenaz wants you to point out lives um, you know, uh, still on the streets and stuff. So, uh, <laughs> Nimki, probably Baby Loaf was his uh, mother and initially teaching him how to sort of groom and stuff like that. And and they get along very well. So so they sort of keep themselves entertained. In fact, we had a friend, uh, my physiotherapist, Jyoti, who, who's also very much into cats. And she would often say that, see, you and Kenals are grown-ups, you know, in a house where the kids or teenagers, they play a lot with the cats. But you know, you guys can't, so so they would give, be a bit bored. So I think that uh, that um, sort of gap's been filled with Nimki coming into Loaf's uh, life. But um, even now, two years later, Loaf still runs out whenever he gets a chance. And, and you know, it's sort of still okay if he just ran out and came back. But um, like I said, not everyone in the building likes cats um, is one. Two is that if Loaf runs down, and Nimki's listening to me. And if he sees any of uh, the other community cats, he gets very, very angry and starts growling and howling like, I am the prince of Jumbo. Like, how can he be here? You know, you know as if he's come out straight of Game of Thrones and, uh, you know, he's one of those you know, characters and he yells and growls at everyone and brings the house down. So we had to quickly go and run, them, uh, run down and call Giorica. Most times they manage once he crossed over to the building uh, behind us, and that's when my mom-in-law said that he'll be kidnapped. Um, now, sometimes I even wonder if uh, for him it's more like a lark to go out, because sometimes he goes straight to Erika's house and stands there. In fact, there was this time in one of our um, staycations before this, uh, suddenly I get a call from Zia, who's the other uh, you know, neighbor's daughter who's also into cats, and you know, they used to look after Baby Loaf as well when she was he was a baby. So she said that, is Baby Loaf um, outside the house? So I said, no, we are in a hotel, but my mom-in-law is there and she's not said anything. Well, apparently Baby Loaf had run out. And then, and, and then he went straight to their house. And then she said, uh, Zia said that, oh, he just walked in and there was some food kept over there. So he had it. 
and now he's sitting. <laughs> so we were so embarrassed. Uh, so apparently he'd gone to Erika's house, but no one was there. So he went to Zia's house and went and had the cat food. So Zia said, no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. The whole of Jumbo, whole of the building is, uh, you know, his house. And uh, well, uh, you know, um, now um, it's not that he always runs out. In fact, there are times when he sees the door open and I'm opening it, but I've kept an eye on him. But he's a crafty bugger. Suddenly he'll shoot out. And you can imagine the grief we went through uh, in the in the pandemic because of him, because um, you know Ganas, who's a very happy online shopper in any case, unlike me, um, then had to do a lot of shopping uh, for essentials and everything during the lockdown through online uh, sites and stuff like that. I I mean I still prefer to call for stuff from the you know available cart downstairs or the go to the grocery shop upstairs or call it from fish while in the market, uh, you know, support small business and all that. Like I say, plus, plus, I'm very bad with, uh, you know, the online shopping and all that. But Canals now calls for everything online, like from a from a tissue paper to a submarine. Okay, we don't need submarines, but you know what I mean. So, which means that, uh, you know, the bell in a building apartment ring, rings incessantly, which I don't mind so much versus when I'm uh, alone. Because I work in the study during the daytime and Kanaz works in the hall. So so she attends to the door. But all of this leads to Billy Bhagjaiga. So you know, it's almost like our uh, identity is when a door opens, Kanaz would say, you know, Ape Ape Ragdo, Kiki Hamara Billy Billy which in English is means that uh, please keep whatever you've got outside because we have a cat and the cat runs away. And it's almost like uh, identity is Billy Bhagjaiga. In fact, I'm not sure whether it was her or Jia who once uh, referred to Baby Loaf as uh, as uh, the runaway bride. So we've got two very uh, different cases over here, both of them facing me and, and grooming each other. There's little Nimki who's younger, but who's been with us from a uh, very small age, uh, two months. And Baby Loaf, who probably was probably uh, already a year old, uh, by the time he moved into our house. So he'd spent a year in the open. So it's, so people try to tell us that it's no, not that he doesn't love you, but it's just that he loves that life as well. But, but I feel like, you know, like this very hurt Bengali mom or something saying, how, how could he even think of having a girlfriend and not just be with his mom all the time? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it's, uh, but, but, uh, uh, so that's the case. And, um, I don't, uh, Sometimes I used to wonder earlier that, um, you know, are we doing good by keeping uh, in them uh, inside? In fact, Nimki's only gone out once or twice. Once he was scolded so much by Mishti, he came running out. Uh, but but he gen- and Kenaz has tried to convince him that there's no world outside this apartment. Um, you know, they tell us that uh, the lifespan of a cat who lives inside the house is much, much more than a cat uh, who's on the road. A counterclaim could be that, I mean, you know, there's nothing like living free, being born free and, and being happy and not being uh, cooped in. It's a bit like, uh, I guess, when you're a teenager, because there's certain things which your parents will say that is good for you. And, and when you reach their age, you realize that it was good for you. But when you're in a teenager, you feel that, you know, your life sucks, your parents sucks. So um, I don't know. I just hope Vilof loves us. I think he does.
And uh, Nimki, of course, loves us a lot. Okay, so this is Kalyan Karmakar signing off uh, from the latest episode of uh, The Tales of My Life. Some of you uh, have uh, told me that you would like to share your stories on the podcast as well. That is absolutely wonderful. Uh, right now, I started the podcast while I had COVID, uh, when, when I couldn't really you know, focus too much or talk to others or you know, do the sort of interview-based podcast which I do otherwise. But um, but tales of my life, um, the tales of my life is something which I really really enjoy. Uh, hopefully, it will uh, become a book someday because that's something which Kailash really wants me to write. Um, and and with time, I will definitely make it uh, a platform where I can get to chat with um, all of you and talk about your cat stories and stuff. And uh, till then, I hope you enjoyed uh, listening th- to this. And if you did. Uh, please click like on whichever podcast um, uh, app you're listening to and, and rate uh, the channel, Radio Finally Chopped. So you'll see that a lot of this before this is on food because I am a food writer, uh, but but now I love cats. And share it and, and stay safe. And uh, I need to go and feed some wet food to the boys because Nimki loves it. And let's keep my fingers crossed about whether Baby Loaf's going to have it or not because he... He is one first spot, but then so was his dad. I think that's, uh, I'm talking to me, I think that's something which we firstborn sort of uh, have as our right. So uh, goodbye and take care. This is Kalyan Karmakar signing off on this episode of The Tales of My Life, where I spoke to you about our elder cat, Baby Loaf, and his adventures in running out.